Welcome, everyone. This is the Concrete Conservative Mac on the Rock. I'm all alone today. I've been listening to John Lennon's It's Lonely. Look at all those lonely people. We all are feeling kind of lonely today because these freaks keeps on shooting at us. And they shoot and they shoot and they shoot. And what are we are talking about today? How to disarm the average Joe because some of them are crazy as ship. I mean, we're talking, it's a ship storm out there, isn't it? Think about it. Shouldn't there be, instead of disarming the law-abiding to the benefit of the criminal and the deranged, shouldn't we be passing what Trump once said was a national concealed carry law to allow Americans, law-abiding Americans with concealed permits and the background check and anything else they want to do with us to have the right to move around around the 50 states with our gun. One person, one person in that mall with a gun takes that guy down. Imagine if there's 25 people with a gun. How many shots does that guy get off? In fact, all these people. Because you've got the person at Dayton, Ohio. You've got El Paso, Texas. I mean, what are we going to do? You're going to tell me that we're going to disarm the American people? This is the only nation that is really free because there are more weapons than people. And what are liberals think? They think that's like uh, an atrocity. They think that's kind of like sad expression of American culture. No, man. It's called the right to bear arms. We can say it over and over again. Doesn't that make us privileged to be able to defend ourselves one by one? A well-regulated militia is what the amendment says. Amendment 2 says well-regulated militia. Well, today we have a well-regulated militia. Guess what? Sure that you can uh, extend the background checks, but we have background checks now. If they punch your name in at any gun shop, I'll give you the gun show. Perhaps those guys break the rules, but they're supposed to punch you in too to sell you a weapon. And if you're a delinquent with felonies, you're not supposed to get the gun. The very fact that the laws are on the books and people don't do anything about it, like the shooter at the uh, at the, uh, the gay bar in Orlando, he came out clean. And look, there's no real law. There isn't a law out there that's going to keep a deranged person from opening fire on a bunch of innocent people. The only thing that's going to save us, quite frankly, is for you and I to go around packed and train and practice like we do with any other sport. Yeah, you can say in the audience that, what, are you saying that concealed permit is a sport? No. I'm saying that you have to practice so that you can hit your target. I do. I practice. My, my, my kids do as well. This is what it's all about. I want to be responsible. I went through the riots. We had a produce business in the middle of the hood behind Jackson Memorial Hospital. That wasn't fun. You know, we had to do things. We had to protect our business. We had these huge garage doors, huge, where 18-wheelers would back up into our warehouse and we would sell and receive produce, perishable items. We would receive in the morning, and by the early morning, we were selling it. In other words, receiving in the really early morning, like 2, 3, 4 in the morning, the trucks would be sitting outside when we would arrive. They're sitting there parked. They're probably sleeping. They wouldn't even, we didn't even have to wake them up. 
we just open up the back of their truck and we would unload merchandise. Well, I was doing that very young. I was 13, 14. I was already, that was my sovereign job. But it's the hood, man. It's the freaking hood. And when the McDuffie riots broke out, you know, going to tell me we weren't packed? Hello? The cops were on our side. They were telling us flat out, hey, man, defend your property. You can't be everywhere all at once, but this town needs to eat, and this business needs to operate. And it's true. Without the produce business and the meatpacking business, you guys would starve. Think about the public school system alone, huh? How's the cafeteria going to serve food if the produce people aren't showing up with fresh foods every day? Well, that's what my family did for a living for 26 years. So I know what the hood is. But let's move on. We need the National Concealed Carry Permit. I want you to help me. I want you to blog about it. Build a website about it. Do something, man. But if this continues, especially in an election season where the Demokami Party of liberal Democrats who are afraid of owning a gun, I guess, because they want to be a director of your destiny and mine. It's that simple. Everything they come up with, every law they've ever passed, is a self-determining law where some bureaucrats, some government, they think the government's full of overachieving, compassionate people that really want to make society perfect. No, man, it's a bunch of lackluster individuals working for the government, looking for a pension, looking for the safe spaces and play safe, and you work for the government. You know, we, we need these people. I'm not admonishing them or looking down at them or underappreciating them. Government employees at every level of government are basically that. They're public service employees that aren't really interested in competing in the workplace. They're not interested in, they like secure jobs. Overpaid, secure jobs for not a whole lot of action. You know, there's no one really overlooking you or looking down at you and where you have to go up the corporate ladder and you have to be self-sufficient and productive for your company. You work for a government whose money comes for free. So I'm going to tune in for a moment. I'm going to turn on the radio. I mean, turn down the radio and listen to the El Paso Police Department update on this mass shooting from El Paso. So give me a moment. I think my timing was terrible. So, so basically, we don't. You hear that? If, if that isn't what I said, it was. It's a, it's a campaign season, you know what I mean? So it's one of those things where since it's a campaign, since a bunch of idiots are obviously in opposition to the president, first they start out blaming him that he's created the, the racist atmosphere in the United States. Come on, man. Really? Really? Or was it the media pushing racism and Democrats pushing racism? Because they've been using it. Since what, the 50s, 40s, 30s? 
I can keep on dialing back. Racism has always been a theme in this country for one party to hold sovereign rights to the votes of minorities. Because, you know, I think the whites have been, I've got to research this, but I believe the whites have been tied for a long time. 50 or percent are liberal, 50% are conservative. And when you really look in between those two groups, like the whole center of those two groups are actually progressive. The progressive movement, as I've said many times before, have a really contaminated mindset where they all, the progressives in both parties, want to be the director of your destiny and mine. It's that simple. People are always searching for significance in life, including these mass shooters. They're depressed. They have chemical imbalances in their brain. They want to go out with a bang, and that's basically it. They're fed, they're fed on these sites in the age of social media. They have these you know, twisted site. There was a, one site that uh, the manifesto was on called the A Channel. Never been on that site. Don't care to be on that site. Well, wait for it to come out on its own and then read portions of the manifesto that are out there. And, you know, I don't want to name the person. I'm like everybody else. I don't want to name these people, you know, what for, give them any fame. But they're all freaks as far as I'm concerned. And they should be gunned down as soon as possible. The minute they raise that rifle up, you and me, if we were in that hallway or in the shopping center, we should be able to take the guy down with confidence. And without fanfare, just we do it. You know, people with concealed carries always are cognizant of the weapon. Always are responsible about the weapon because obviously it could be used against you as as well as for you. I mean, think about it. If someone gets a hold of your gun, you're in deep, 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 deep ship. You're deep in the deep end of the deep state of the ship, the ship hole. You're in the ship hole. You know what I mean? I mean, it's that bad. So when you carry your weapon and you have a concealed carry, you're cognizant of it. Every single person I know with a concealed carry are cognizant of the weapon they have. They don't allow you to, they don't, they're, out, they're not there hugging and stuff like that. The only time we're hugging each other when, we ha- when we're packed is with other concealed carry people. And it's brief and, you know, there's not much homogeny there. It's just the embrace, hey, hello, bye. But for the most part, you don't really get into touchy-feely kind of, it's not a touchy-feely kind of day if you're packed. And if you're packed every day, then you're super cognizant about it. But think about the the situation where you got your concealed carry permit, correct? And you don't have the weapon with you. Think about that. What a harsh reality it is for so many people, you know? who are, you know, concealed carry permit, but in some states you go from county to county and the laws change on you. You can drive through three counties and you can be illegal in two of them as you're driving because you're not allowed to have concealed carry in some parts of Texas and other parts of Texas you can. It's really harsh, man. National concealed carry law would change all that. I can now go on the turnpike. What about the uh, the the couple that was out out in uh, in Colorado, in the Colorado mountains, and some serial murderer, some serial freak, shows up at their campsite and kills the dad and kills the two of them. Oh my God, why be out in the wilderness without a weapon? Same with in these parts of the town, here in Florida. In these parts, hell, go out to the Gulf Stream fishing and you're and you're not armed. That's pretty stupid. You go out two or three miles and you're out there in the abyss, man. 
We're talking pirates. Anybody can approach your boat with a weapon, and you're screwed. They board your boat, and they shoot you right in the head, throw you over. Sharks will get you. You'll never be seen again. I mean, come on. It's happened before. It's not, it's not completely insane to think that we have the right to defend ourselves, man. And guess what? While we did, the story could have easily been, easily have been, this story could have easily have been two armed citizens take down what could have been another mass shooting. Only one, one is dead, the shooter. And guess what? This whole narrative changes. But man, when the, when the numbers get up to 59, 59 people in the last week, two back to back, and then the, you also have the garlic festival freak. And how much of this is misreported? Does the military get involved when there's still a shooter on the loose and they're not telling us? They say it's only one assailant to calm the public down. The truth is they couldn't catch the second and third. Now, right now, there's pictures about, and maybe someone can call me here at 1-844-645-9773 and explain to me, that's toll free, explain to me that photo of the shooter looking awfully similar to the shooter at the garlic festival. Was he the guy who got the, got away? That's what I posted on Instagram. Did he get away and he showed up in El Paso? Or is this a, is this a, a rig? How can these people look almost identical? They almost look like father and son or identical twins or older brother, younger brother. I mean, it's the similarities are intense. And since I can't name the person, you got to find them yourself, but the pictures are there. You can see that these people look a lot alike. And it's one of those things where you're saying, come on, really? It's one of those things. It's, you know, look, I have a big issue of being uh, cornered into a, a, a place where people who don't agree with me can easily accuse me of being a conspiracy theorist. I don't believe that is possible because I don't believe that powerful people trust each other. Everybody has their own agenda. Everybody knows what they want. Everybody's really selfish about their turf. So I don't see people conspiring with other people to do anything. Okay. Even in the cases of like the CIA, for instance, where they can get together and do something, even them are covering their turf, very selfish about their responsibilities very uh, weary and suspicious of who gives them the the orders and who gave them the orders to give it to them and always covering their tracks because they know they'll be abandoned if they're caught doing any of the stuff that they're asked to do. No one's going to defend them. No one's going to say that they gave them those orders. So even in those conspiracy theories or those conspiracies by the CIA per se, even those CIA operatives are all suspicious of who's who's got their back and who's giving them orders and who's going to leave them hanging and they just do small pieces of these bigger puzzles, and they not they do not necessarily know the other parts of the puzzle, you know. So there might be subversive stuff going on in foreign countries on behalf of the the security of the United States, run by special ops or CIA. I guarantee you that everybody who's participating doesn't necessarily know what the other one is doing. They just do their piece of the puzzle, and they'll see the whole jigsaw puzzle play out. Sometimes years after they were given orders to do things. So I don't call that a conspiracy. Uh, Just do your job. Take it for the team. That kind of stuff. So in our society as well, the only time I can see people 
really get involved in any kind of conspiracy. It's kind of flaky, but when it has to do with money, I can see two people hate each other, conspiring together to screw someone who they both hate more, simply because they ripped them off more than each other. I can see two people ripping each other off and somehow colluding together to rip off someone else who really screwed them. When it comes to money, I can see two enemies. That famous saying, you know, the enemy of my enemy is my friend. Yeah, you call those conspiracies when money's involved? I can see that. I can see that happening. But in this political world where nobody tr- nobody trusts each other and governments don't trust each other, it ain't happening. Look at all the people who participated in the soft coup of the President of the United States, Donald J. Trump. But money was in the middle. The GPS was funded by the DNC and the Hillary Clinton campaign. And they used our allies, not the Russians. They grabbed a dossier, created a thin air, supposedly from innuendo and gossip from Russia, when in fact it was Italy, Australia, and the UK actually setting up Trump operatives to confess to something they had not done. So it was our own allies doing favors for deep state folks at the State Department and the CIA and the DIA, you know, on the orders of whom? We'll know that soon. I think it's Clapper and Brennan, but a lot of people think it's Clapper and Brennan. And until they are in jumpsuits and orange jumpsuits, I'm not going to believe that. In the meantime, you got China laughing at the United States because they have half the country uh, hating their president. So why negotiate with Donald J. Trump? If you're a China man, why would you negotiate with a president? Why would you? Why would not stick it to him? Delay the deal, back out of the deal, make promises you don't keep. Why sign a deal when they see that our economy is so far handling the tariffs? What do they do today? They devalue currencies. With all the chaos that's going on in the United States in election year, where the Democomies, liberals, statists, freakazoids, outdo us in candidacies. I mean, I thought we were ridiculous at 17 in 2016, made perfectly for a reality TV with a name brand, TV host, with a tremendous branded name, not having to spend too much money on his campaign other than filling up the tank of his plane. You can see how Donald J. Trump was elected at the perfect time. Believe me, I've said it many times. I was a Ted Cruz supporter. I worked very hard as much as I could here locally for Ted Cruz. And that wasn't easy in this town, considering there was other two candidates from South Florida running against Ted Cruz and Donald J. Trump. It wasn't easy for me. Because as your humble correspondent here on Blink Radio, WSQF, the Concrete Conservative, 94.5, where I'm alone on this Monday. My co-host, Ed Vidal, is in Bolshevik, California, living the Villa Loca, so he didn't line up any callers today. And I'm alone I'm at home alone here on Blink Radio, where I blink once. Yes, I said it. Blink twice. Yes, you missed it. And quite frankly, I'm doing all right. I'm I'm here alone talking to myself, which I've been doing most of my life. So now I'm just talking to you and thinking about the same things you're thinking about. What are we going to do about these mass shooters? They're still crazy. They're still crazy as crazy as ship. They are. And they always have been. You're hearing stories of what these people were like. The Parkland shooter, what he was like. 
And guess what? The governments, you guys love to ask and beg to write laws for you. They're the ones that are missing the beat. They're the ones that are not covering the tracks. They're the ones that are not getting to these kids young and keeping them away from weapons. They're the ones. Your government that you're asking to protect you is the one that's dropping the ball. Didn't they do that with the Parkland shooter? Come on, how can he get so many weapons in his possession with the, the, with the, the bipolar disorders he had? Same with these guys. Who doesn't knock on these people's door after they participate on the 8-channel site for white supremacists? Think about it. We've got serious issues here in this country in a segment of the population that's always will exist, that's always out there hating somebody. It could be male or female. It could be white or black. It could be ethnicities. You know, the, that guy, Dylan, who attacked in the church, you know, he still believes in the, 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 the nation of Rhodesia. I mean, come on, man. These people are crazy. I mean, this guy, Dayton, shot his sister. Did his AK-15 shoot the sister or did he shoot the sister? Of course, the media will cover that one up and say, oh, no, he, he was random shooting, so he got his sister. I don't, I don't believe that. I believe he had an axe to grind with his sister. Probably that's what pissed him off. And if he was a white guy and she happened to be dating a colored guy, that could have set him off. Who knows? Who knows? All I know is he killed his sister. And it wasn't the AK-15 that did it. It was him, the perpetrator. It's, it is what it is, man. It's human beings. We are the problem. Not only are we the problem because uh, a group of us like to kill a third of us like to kill the other third, and the other third likes to watch. That's basically the breakdown of humanity. One third is angry, lonely, depressed, unemployed, and poor. That can easily kill a third that is victim. The, the place at the wrong time, just happenstance, fearful, while the other third is just watching. In the shootout, how many people have their phones on? Shots being, shots being fired, no one approaching the shooter, no one trying to find out where this is coming from, but, the, man, there's videos of everybody filming. Everybody shooting their little camera, getting footage of people dying. Yeah, well, guess what? Every single one of them, I'm sure, is saying to themselves that this might be used later to convict the freak. Well, if you're th- saying that, then you're thinking is completely twisted because that thought would not come to me because I'm hoping the hell they take them down. And if I'm packed, I go towards the scene. If I'm not packed, I'm looking to see if I can help somebody. I'm keeping an eye on it. Of course, providing that I'm, I'm sure I'm going to hit the deck first. It's, you know, I'm flesh and bones too, but I'm going to keep an eye on the shooter and I'm going to find a way. Find some way. Some, find somehow, some way. You know, that's not really something you can rehearse, you know what I mean? And, of course, if you're listening to me, you're saying, come on, dude, you're not that concrete. That stops, you'll be stopped in your track, you'll be scaring, pissing in your pants, shipping in your bed. Come on. Well, quite frankly, I'm hope that I'm never in that position. 
So I don't have to prove it to you. But if I'm packed, I know what's happening. If I'm packed, if, I, if I've got my weapon with me and I have my concealed permit, as I've always had, you know. Well, I got, I got my concealed weapons permit 2008, as soon as Barack Obama was elected. I knew what was coming. I knew that race relations were going to be elevated, race expectations were going to be elevated, and I knew deep down in my gut as a perennial conservative my whole life, I got more conservative as I got older, but I started off conservative as a young kid. I knew that he was going to be a huge disappointment to the African-American community. That simple. You know? It's, you know, the, the, the red flag laws that have been enacted in my state in Florida has kept us with the right to don't back down. In other words, pull it out. Use it. Don't make threats with it. You take out your weapon, you're firing away. It's that simple. Don't ever take it out and not use it because now it's assault. Now it's making threats. Can't take a weapon on someone. Can't. You gotta you gotta execute. Therefore you know that if you take your gun, it's the last resort option. You you're you it's gotta be so eminent your danger that you know you're taking it out and you're using it. And unfortunately that's just that's those the rules of the rodeo. You know? You really gotta feel threatened, you have to know. Ah. You know, it's, uh, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a gas man because if man, they disarm us, they make us give in our, give in our weapons. You know what the story says. The story is in Mar- within, within five to ten years, that a society's become disarmed, they fall into either slavery or tyranny. So. You tell me. You tell me. There are so many stories about, you know, losing losing your right to be armed. In all these countries, what did, how did Chavez come to power? What, did, what was the first thing he did? He disarmed the people. What was the first thing that Fidel Castro did? He disarmed the people. Hitler as well. And what happens after that? Mass executions of dissidents. Uh, it's unbelievable, you know? And uh, what do the Democrats have? Oh, they blame Trump. Oh, let's blame Trump. Let's blame Trump. He's a racist. I guarantee he's employed more people than all 20 of those Democratic candidates. Employed more minorities, legal and illegal, I have to suspect. Illegal and legal, because the hotel business is, there's plenty of illegals working Janitorial work, bartending, barmaids, you name it, in the hotel business. It's just the nature of the beast. So, uh, yeah, I'm sure Trump organization, in one capacity or another, has had to employ illegal immigrants. And guess what? If you don't employ illegal immigrants in the farming industry, you and I would starve. I wouldn't be so freaking fat, so maybe I would benefit. But the truth is, in the agricultural business nationwide, it's the illegals that are picking our crops. But, 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 as much as I, I felt at many times that, that undermining the police force 
was a bad thing, and Obama, I believe, did that, as de Blasio is doing that now in New York, undermining law enforcement and taking sides against law enforcement, as the Democrats are, and someone takes out a bunch of cops, I'm sorry, man, but that's political. And don't tell me Obama wasn't responsible for inspiring those individuals who were assaulting police officers, principally the the shootout that occurred in Dallas. Ex-military guy who's really pissed off. Come on. So at the same, in the same breath in which I said that, where I honestly believe that the Democrats are really anti-law enforcement and they're always love, they're quick to judge the, the police officer for, uh, for the infamous chokehold that killed one guy or shooting an unarmed person who's not respecting police orders. For whatever reason, there are people who have been shot because they have a suspended license and they don't want to pull over. You know? People do that when they're under the gun and they know they're doing something wrong and the cops are on the chair. They, they, they speed away. But still the choice, man. Life, I'm telling you, man, life is not about lessons. It's about choices. The lessons are in the God incidences and irony of the choices. And everything in life requires initiative, finesse, and tempo. So think about that for a second. Life is not about lessons. It's about choices. The lessons are embedded in the irony and God incidences of your choices. And everything in your life that requires a choice, well, that choice has to have a good choice. A bad choice lacks these things, but a good choice always has your initiative, a certain amount of finesse, and the tempo. The tempo is the perseverance. Keep at it, keep at it, keep at it. Because you're making a good choice, but it's not bearing fruit. Keep at it, keep at it. It's a good choice, but keep at it, keep at it. And that's where a lot of people just fail because they don't keep at it. You know, they decide to go into something, whether it be a business or an effort or charity or association or friendship or marriage. They, they, they made the choice and they believe it was a good choice. Well, guess what? You have to have a certain amount of finesse so that you're resourceful, you stay unified with your partners per se, and you know when and how to adjust and make little adjustments or not or or not realize something that was right in front of you as a result of making a good choice. There's a lot of good choices that you make for one reason and ends up being a great choice only because it led you to a better choice and a better outcome. It's always the decision that you don't make that's the worst one. There's nothing worse than being... 60, 70, 80 years old, all frail, They're having problems, you know, because if you live long enough, you get something or you get everything and have regrets. Regret not doing this, regret not investing in that. Hell, I'm still trying to figure out why I didn't invest in Amazon. I bought into the headlines. Amazon, Amazon hasn't drawn a profit since its foundation. Well, guess what? If you bought the stock, I remember having over half a million dollars at a time when the Amazon stock was 40, 50, 60, 65 range. And look where it's at now. Hello? That's regret, man. Same with Coca-Cola. I didn't have the money back then. But when I was a young kid, I remember Coca-Cola. And if you would have bought 
you would have put $100,000 in, in Coca-Cola in the 80s, you'd be sitting on millions today. You would have had to have sold by now because Coca-Cola now has some stiff competition they didn't have before. But I can imagine those who didn't and could, in my case, I was, I was understanding of it. I just didn't have no money. Uh, these things are regrets, okay? But, you know, in the end of the day, I'm, I was never one to buy stock, period, because um, I believe that the stock market uh, is seriously manipulated by computer purchases. I'm sure that there's automation going on as we speak that's driving up and down stocks, and their computers just buying and selling orders based on a logarithm. So since I don't have the knowledge, I ain't buying it. It's that simple, you know? So that's the answer. That's why I didn't buy Amazon, because I haven't changed my thinking. So uh, there's a limited amount of regret there. You know, I'm just not a person who is interested in the stock market. I find that to be a place where you can't just, you know, dip your toes in. You can't just get your feet wet. I mean, you, you know, you got to either give it all to someone who knows more than you do or get immersed into several teams to break up the pie to invest. And then you got to trust everybody at the same time. And trust is an issue, man. It's a big issue. And I've very always been very trusting person, but boy, I've also have record amounts of disappointments in other people. And uh, quite frankly, I'm I'm really disappointed out there. Look at all these issues I've been raising with you today. You can see that I, in my tone, I have a solemn voice. I guess it's because, uh, you know, the mass shootings. And knowing that, my God, you know, my God, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? What are we going to do? Guess what? We're going to listen to Donald J. Trump. Has no place in America. Hatred warps the mind, ravages the heart, and devours the soul. There are deadly consequences to bigotry, racism, and... This is Veronica Escobar, congressman from El Paso. See that? No law. No, no law. No law. You heard him. That was Senator Portman. No law is going to be able to govern us. So why do you all keep on suggesting? Why? Because you want to be a director in my destiny. You think because you can't keep this freak from going into a mall and killing us all, you think that there's going to be some law that keeps him from going into the mall and killing us all. Going into the mall and killing us all, going into the mall and killing us all. Sounds kind of morbid, doesn't it? Chemistry in the brain. When you don't have the chemistry in the brain, and it's not, it's off, and you're a freak, and you get help, and then you run away, and then you don't take your meds, and or someone gives you these meds. You know, who's to say, honestly, talking about conspiracy, let's, let's kind of retool this. Let's say you're on these sites, these freakazoid sites, and somebody suggests to you, hey, what do you got? And you tell them your symptoms and you go on to like a private chat room and you bond with this person 
And you guys are sick as hell. I mean, you're sick. I mean, I would love to use profane words right now, but you're sick as freak. You're freaking sick. And this person starts suggesting medicines that you should take, not to calm you down, but to give you strength and bravery to pull this thing off like a mass shooting. How is it that you think that they're not elements out there suggesting that to a bunch of them who are on those chat rooms? Think about all the unidentifiable people that communicate together without ever have met each other. They never have met each other. And who is to say that there isn't institutional people participating either as undercover law enforcement, as undercover military, as just undercover participating in these chats? And who is to say that these people don't get involved and get these people to do really bizarre crap? That's not conspiracy, man. That's just one sick freak talking to another sick freak. And then others who see stuff beyond their control with a certain amount of political power and public relations can package these atrocities to the benefit of one institution or another. Like you saw today, for example, how the gun stocks took off. It's so obvious. When there's mass shootings, people invest in gun stocks. That doesn't mean anything other than that. Money. Green. Gallo. Billete, el manso. Okay? People like to make money. And if you're smart and you're in that market that I'm not in, you would immediately go and buy gun stocks today. First thing in the morning. You probably place the order tonight. I mean, last night. Probably again tonight. Whatever you didn't know you can own tonight, you'd buy it tonight. Someone would call you. If those people who are trading stocks, man, they're telling you about the latest and the greatest. And guess what a uh, stock is to be looking at right now? Find the manufacturer who's making the spinoff of the AR-15. Find the manufacturer that's going to make the, the closest thing to an AR-15 that can be called a pistol. Okay, because if they ban the AR-15 and all the other assault rifles... There's a lot of rifles out there that look like assault rifles, but they're not. Because you know once they go after the assault rifle, they're going to go after everything that's semi-automatic. Now you're talking about, okay, what manufacturer is going to make a weapon as close to a semi-automatic as possible by that stock if they're a publicly traded company? It's that simple. People will be people, man. In Europe, the United States under the Marshall Plan when we were rebuilding Europe after World War II, we, as a condition of our revitalization efforts and the war bonds and the Marshall Plan bonds, all was on the condition that the European country will never arm their citizens ever again on the excuse that there will be peace. And guess who took away their weapons? Nazis. And guess what? They still don't have weapons. Very hard to have personal carry in Europe. You have to be ex-military, private security, and even then, that's difficult. Hell, American law enforcement retired her having difficulty getting concealed weapons. Even today, there's a lot of ex-FBI, county police, city police, military, who have difficulties in many states, in all those blue states. They're all 
make it impossible in New York. Try to get concealed weapons permit in New York. My God, I can imagine what you have to do. Just, it's not happening. So naturally, if you own a gun because you're going to protect your wife and kids, you're going to be buying it somewhere else, like Connecticut, like really strict in Connecticut, really strict gun laws in Connecticut, and yet there was a, a massive shooting of children there. So... I'm telling you, man, there's no law that's going to correct the social ills in this country. There's just no law. None. There's nothing we can do other than fire back with a national concealed carry permit. You have to return fire. Pack, 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 pack. And pray the good Lord has you winning. It's that simple. It has you winning. So I'm going to read my post of today with the shooters' names and their photographs that I didn't say today on the air, but it's on my Facebook post. It's a picture of the garlic shooter and the El Paso shooter, and they looked awfully alike. So I'm asking, really looks really bizarre. I mean, is this like a fake photograph? And I haven't investigated it further. So I'm just like you, the common guy, what's going on? So I say, does this mean that there were two shooters at the garlic festival and one got away and reappeared in El Paso? Check the other freak from Ohio, a typical little demo commie KKK wannabe. These psycho killers are preying on the unarmed because of statist liberals and their gun-free zones. To the benefit of criminals and against the law-abiding nationwide. Meanwhile, the felonists run free with assault rifles. It's time for a national concealed carry law. With all the background checks available and a one-day cooling-off period. Because it's a ship storm out there. And I show you different photographs, you know, of the different... Uh, screenshots that I've taken. I found one interesting here. From 1982, Georgia introduced a law that required each household to own at least one handgun. And guess what? The crime rate dropped 87%. Today, the violent crime rate in Kennesaw, Georgia is 85% lower than the national average. And this was posted by the Conservative Alliance. Go check it out. Tell me it's not true. Tell me it isn't so. You know, the only thing that knocks down a bad man with a gun or an assault rifle is a good man with a gun. You know, things are tragic, man. And since it's an election year, of course it's Trump's fault. Of course. The Cielo Vista Mall in El Paso is owned by the Simon, I think it's the Simon Property Group, which is the, the Di Bartolo family. Uh, I might be wrong, but if I am, call 1-844-645-9773, toll free. And, of course, my local number is better than a taxi, 305-365-7777 on WSQF 94.5, Blink Radio, Kivas Game. Well, the code of conduct for the Simon Properties in El Paso, Texas reads, 
Thank you for choosing the Simon Shopping Center as your destination for shopping. Great food and entertainment. It is our desire to provide you with an enjoyable and delightful shopping experience. We ask that all of our guests to conduct themselves in a respectful manner. Respectful manner. That's what they've asked of us. In accordance with the code of conduct and all the laws and local ordinances. This was updated January the 31st, 2019. Number one, wear appropriate clothing. Hoodies are acceptable as long as your face remains visible. That's number one. Come on, man. A hoodie? Are you kidding me? Number two, disruptive behavior is prohibited. Uh, really? No, duh. Number three, no weapons. So if you're a freak, are you going to hit this shopping center with an AK-15? Yes. Sorry, AR-15? Yes. Soft target. His manifesto said so. Hit soft targets. You might be able to take down a couple security guards, but not cops. Live another day. Something to that effect, I'm paraphrasing, from the 8-channel site where someone retrieved the manifesto for me and shared it with me. Possession of open alcoholic beverages, except in designated areas, are prohibited. Number five, no solicitation. Number six, no pets, except service animals. Number seven, engaging in non-commercial expressive activity not sponsored by the shopping center is prohibited. Number eight, smoking except in designated areas is prohibited. No loitering. No photographs or video recordings of any kind for commercial use. Video is acceptable for the non-commercial use and non-disruptive purposes. And number 11, the use of transmitters, radar, laser, beacon, cellular triangulation, GPS, Wi-Fi, Bluetooth, magnetic, and bar barometric technologies or geographic information systems of any kind to capture geographic locations or spatial data for commercial use is prohibited. And lastly, for our shoppers that are visiting one of our outdoor air premium outlet centers, pets on leashes are allowed in these types of outdoor outlet centers. So please disregard number six above. Hello, that's a soft target, man. That's a soft target, man. If I hate a bunch of Hispanics, I'm going there, and I'm going to unload on those brownies. That's what that hillbilly must have been saying. He promised me on that chat that he'd take down a bunch of hillbillies. I mean, a bunch of brownies. God knows, man. I have no I have no idea how to resolve this issue other than fight back, shoot back. If the hillbilly white trash supremacist, who by the way, the vast majority are Democrat registered. You can look that up if you want. 
the very fact that they're registered tells me they have some kind of political inclination. It only means that. It really doesn't mean anything other than what you already know of how I think about liberalism in general as an attitude, as a personality, as a political philosophy. I've always said it's politically bipolar. It's full of emotion, lacks a lot of logic, and very, very duplicative, duplicitous, and contradictory. Okay? I can give you little examples of the progressive virus. It's in the Urban Dictionary, so you can look it up. Progressive virus. Just search it, and Urban Dictionary explains. Written by me. And these individuals who think this way, for the most part, they have a scratched hard drive. So it's not a biological virus. It's a computer virus that scratches the liberal hard drive. In other words, a liberal person's thinking to drive down the birth rate of the very people they need to fund their social programs into the future. That's A. B goes like this. Any person who seeks and desires for government to resolve issues of unanswerable grievances and neither accomplishes or mitigates the unanswered grievance, but creates, in the name of equality, more inequalities than were ever suspected. Third of you is putting the environment over human beings. In other words, to safeguard the environment to the point where technologies can advance. Perfect example. Aren't liberals really defending and wanting to get rid of coal, get rid of combustion engines for electric engines? and electric cars, and electric everything? Well, in order to make a battery for these vehicles, especially batteries with this kind of torque like in the Teslas, you have to have a lot of rare earth metals. Cadmium is one of them. Cadmium is super poisonous. So can you imagine a junkyard full of Teslas 20 years from now? And you know where they're going to be in those industrial zoning, and most of them are on... uh, Industrial loading sections of town, which are not pristine. They're usually along the riverbank, on lakes, on lake fronts, out in the bush somewhere. Think about a junkyard full of Teslas, my friends, after this Tesla's wave is like 20 years of models. Okay? Elon Musk has created 20 years of coddle. They're just like any other car industry, they have to increase and benefit and... For the benefit of their brand, they have to improve their cars, correct? Well, think of 20 years' worth of old Teslas and those batteries dripping, leaking, oxidated, and dripping into your rivers and estuaries. Cadmium going everywhere. Ugh. Just the chemicals alone to make these rare earth minerals conducive to be charged, to, to harness electricity. These chemicals are so toxic much more toxic than any carbon emissions from a muffler in a car. That is politically bipolar. Another example. Windmill technology. Yay! Let's build windmills everywhere. Their wind is free, and they push the windmill technology, and these blades are ripping through these valleys. They're built everywhere on wind corridors nationwide. And guess what? 
these windmills are killing all those endangered birds that those same folks that pushed for windmills were protecting for decades and decades and kept us from mining and pulling fossil fuels out of these pristine landscapes because it had incredibly important birds, fish, iguanas, reptiles. Well, when it comes to birds, these windmills kill all birds. Why aren't you protecting the birds now? Because you wanted windmills. Because you're politically bipolar. You have the progressive virus. Not to mention the windmills themselves are known to overheat, leak oil right into these pristine lands. Have you ever seen a an environmental protest, what they leave behind after their protests? Quarter mile of garbage and trash. All those freakazoids that were protesting the Keystone Pipeline. Look, Google search, protesters, Keystone Pipeline. Images and see the trash they left behind. It's all duplicity. It's all a farce. It's all a scam. Paid and funded by status community of very, very, very wealthy people. Republican Party is not the party of the rich, my friends. They're the party of freedom, period. Equal opportunity, freedom-loving freakazoids. Knowing that this country is the greatest country in the world out of providence, out of unalienable rights that were given to us way before we formed our government. And yes, we have wealthy, we have not so wealthy, and we have poor, but we love the United States of America. I love it because I have nowhere else to go. I got lucky. And my parents were able to be allowed in legally, 1960 and 61, so that I could be born free. And I valued so much what my parents had given me in the land of the free that I didn't buy a fancy car or fancy boat or fancy anything when I lost my freedom of speech in the United States because I knew my parents fought very hard so that I would never lose my freedom of speech. What did I do? I bought my freedom of speech back. The freedom of speech I lost for one mile in 2013, I bought it back in 2017 with WSQF Blink Radio, where I blink once, yes, I said it. Blink twice, yes, you missed it. Because I had some pride. I had pride in myself. I had pride in conservatism. And stay free, my friends, because I've got, that's about as much as I have to say. If you like our programming on WSQF 94.5 in Key Biscayne, you can also hear us very far away nationwide, WSQFradio.com. And if you like our audio files and our subject matter, subscribe to YouTube Mac on the Rock Rampage. Take care and stay free.